Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Highland. We are mother and daughter and your hosts for You're, you're Not, Not That, that special. special. But Em, um, I'm your mom and I think you're very special. So why are we calling this You're Not That Special? Because in a world that tells me I'm either not so great or I could be great if I just did this, I want to know that I can just be me, embracing the wonder and joy of my everyday life. That does sound really great. Let's talk about it. Good morning, Em. Good morning, Mom. And happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It is November 4th. It won't be November 4th when this is yes. aired, but it is November 4th, and it's your birthday, and we Yay. are sitting in the car. We're not on the porch. We're very creative with our schedules, which are a little wonky. So works well. Yeah. Works well for our yeah. Full bellies. Yes. Chick fil A breakfast. And coffee. And coffee. And <sighs> here we are. So mm. it is your birthday. You're running a little bit late this morning. Yes. Benjamin's birthday <laughs> surprise for me, Benjamin Joseph. Um is seven months almost seven months old and his surprise for me was um you wanted to play all a night. slumber party last yeah. night yeah <laughs> so we stayed up all night um he had a snuffly nose yeah and he was nursing all night so we were up all night last night and i was like 20 minutes late this morning to get here he didn't get the memo that it's your birthday and right. you're supposed to be clean Breakfast for the day bed. and all the kids are supposed to not be kids. And yeah, they didn't get the memo either. <laughs> they all piled in. It was actually really sweet. I was like, oh, this is my life. Like, I feel like the years have taught me to look at your family on your birthday and on Mother's Day and just go, wow, this is the gift. Like, these yeah. are my gifts. Yeah. Because otherwise, you are going to be in for a world of hurt. Like, a totally world agree. of letdown. That, that was, has always been my strategy, especially on Mother's Day, because I feel like mm -hmm. there's more ticked off crying mothers moms on Mother's, on Mother's Day, Day than any day. When I was younger, I kind of hated Mother's Day when you guys were little, just because it just nothing can ever live up to the expectation. How can one day... You know, you stuff all of your hopes and dreams of being appreciated and loved and, yep. you know, honored into one day. So that was, it really, I mean, it works. We'll have to remember this at Mother's Day to remind people. I just was like, my gift is that I'm their mom. And I mean, that sounds kind of almost like a, a cop out, but it's not when I would really focus on that, be grateful for that, that I get to be their yeah. mom and then everything else was gravy right you know? little surprises throughout yeah. the day you're just like oh yeah thank you but it's not yeah placing this world of expectation on one day that yeah, your poor right your poor husband uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that he's somehow gonna pull that off right. and take care of all the kids and like fill the role that you're supposed to fill yeah or that you are usually filling yeah yeah but it's i mean it, you know it's Having said that, though, it's still hard. It's st I think, you know, 
Mother's Day, today's your birthday is kind of like, I mean, I still feel this sometimes. You, you do, we do want to be celebrated and want it to be special. We want it to be special. And there are times where we do feel that. And then there are times where we don't. And then a lot of times and all the time, you know, life doesn't go on pause. So whatever season you're in, it's not like everything changes up. And you were talking about how you're in a place, obviously, with small children, that the needs are constant. You're also a kind of person who loves to make yourself available to care for other people. Mm -hmm. And so you're someone that people come to and it can begin to feel a little overwhelming, I think, at times, you know, just like, it's not that you're unwilling, there's just, it's, you're just limited. Yeah, and we all are, like, we all have a limit, and we're limited in different ways, you know, and in different areas. We all have different strengths and weaknesses, but we are all limited. And right. I think that, you know, I think in our strengths, we want to believe we're not. Oh, this is a strength I have. I'm limitless in this area. Yeah, and often we don't, I mean, we if it's a strength, we're going to be less apt to find ourselves pushed up to our limit in that. So it can be really disillusioning when we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm somebody who loves to help. And we've talked about this. I've talked about this on the podcast before about how I get frustrated that I can't be the friend that I used to be, right. you know, that I used to give so much and show up and yeah. I'll clean your house for you and help you redecorate your bedroom and make it feel like home. And all these ideas I have of how I want to love my friends yeah. um, that I can't do anymore. And part of that I see is, okay, well, that's also me. That's mm -hmm. how I want to love. So there's a right. little bit of, you know, um, self-servingness in that because yeah. I'm used to being strong in that area and getting praise in that area. So now, all right, I'm stretched a little bit. I need to live and love outside of my comfort zone, you know, look for other ways to love and serve but also yeah i'm not limitless i can't give in all the ways that i want to as much as i want to and it's really easy in in my season of life i think to want to give to other people because there's more praise in that mm. your kids don't you know they're right. selfish like they say thank you yeah um but they're parroting it's not until they're a little bit older that they really have a concept of gratitude so even though my kids say thank you which yeah. i'm thankful they do you know we've taught them that they do not appreciate what i'm doing for them you know what i'm sure, saying they don't know how really to appreciate exactly You're teaching them that by right. teaching them to say thank it you. just yeah. is yeah and for me i'm still like on the fairly new end of you know living poured out for other people i'm pretty used to a fairly and I don't see this in like a like a mean way but right. a pretty self-centered life like you're in a life that you're in control of right and yeah. it's about me and yeah. my days aren't about me anymore and I'm not in control of what happens in that's the days. such a hard tension too because when your kids are small you have to make a plan you have to but then you also have to hold, hold, it, hold it so loosely and walk in a lot of faith um 
I just remember back, I found a lot of security in my plan and therefore I found a lot of discouragement in my days because mm. I would strategize how I was going to make it happen, but never accounting for the reality of human beings, you know, and interruptions right. and, yeah. um, and just the, the real life. C.S. Lewis says God is sending us moment by moment in the interruptions of our lives. So mm -hmm. it's, but, but on, at the same time, you've got to have some kind of routine and plan just to, to work yeah. into a, you know, to get them all fed and to accomplish some of the things that you, you have meant to do for the day. Right. And if I lean, I definitely lean more that area, like very goal oriented, schedule oriented, like you're welcome. I've got, you know, these things <laughs> that we're going to do in a day. But then there's a little like sprinkling of right. I just want to, you know, you're, run to the mountains. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of um, it's yeah, a little spontaneity. What's your dad's influence, which I love yeah. because I love it, too. It serves <laughs> it serves me as a mom yeah and and but, it is an area where i can i can play to that strength and i can yeah. go you know what this isn't working we're going to you know we're going to go run to the the fields you know and we're gonna pack a picnic and right. um okay today we're gonna play with sand and everything else is gravy you know just like yeah. being able to kind of like go well i think it, it it's your totally new direction the main thing the main thing right the Which plan is, doesn't be the plan is a means to an end you don't let it become the end and that's you're able to do that if it's not your security right and it and it is totally means to an end i mean everything we do is a means to an end like our jobs the people in our lives our schedules our hobbies they're all means of making us patient, um, developing humility, right. um, developing compassion, and they're just things to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like old people get this. They look at life and they're like, oh, it's a thing to do. Right. It's just a thing to do. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, you're like, absolutely right. Their, their identity is often, it's not found in the activity. The activity is no. just, like you said, just a thing. Yeah. Um, I think that when you are confronted with your limitations. What do you do? What do you do? And and it's it can be like a time of kind of reflection and reordering. Because yeah. if you're used to having a, a just a wider bandwidth in an area, now it's smaller because you have a baby waking you up in the middle of the night. You know, or because you're sick, right. or because you have you know autoimmune issues, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where do you go from there? And I think first of all, it's just it's accepting it. And you said you know autoimmune. I remember I struggled a lot, and a big part of my struggle with autoimmune issues was because I, I pushed myself to my limit all the mm -hmm. time, and then mm -hmm. I'd crash mm -hmm. for a week or longer when you guys were younger, and the way I began to become healthy in every way, mentally, physically, spiritually, was when I realized, um, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, when I realized it, if I would pay attention to the warning signs mm -hmm. and slow down. Mm -hmm. Because I, the warning signs would start to come 
physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, and I would be like, no, 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 no. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And mm -hmm. just push, push, push mm -hmm. until I inevitably crashed. Right. And then I would be down for a long time. But when I began to say, this is my reality. And if I will listen and just back up a little bit, you know, yeah. lower my expectations, rest more, mm -hmm. live not pressed up against the limits, mm -hmm. but comfortably within, mm -hmm. humbly <laughs> within. Right. Because yeah. I didn't want to acknowledge them. But once I learned to do that, then often I wouldn't crash. A day or two of rest. Yeah. Or if I did crash, it wouldn't be near as bad. And it was just, it's humbling, you know, Yeah. it's, it's letting go of my agenda, the way I want my life to look and say, no, I, I have this illness or I have these circumstances or I have these children or I have this trial that my family's going through right now. And, and it, it's one of, you know, we talk a lot about the, the, um, analogy of, you know, you have a jar. This is really, I mean, most people have probably heard of it, but maybe some haven't. It's kind of like the analogy of your life. You have a jar. You need to put the big rocks in first, the most important things, and then the small rocks, and then sand, and then water. And that is going to fill you, you know, it to capacity. But we, if we're not careful, we will sacrifice, you know, the, the big rocks because we want to throw in a lot of small rocks. So the things that we were mm -hmm. able to do in one season of our life that we're just not willing to leave off, we insist that they have to be a part of, you know, our our day-to-day -day lives. And we don't adapt to the circumstances. And suddenly we find ourselves, like, there's no room for the big rocks. There's mm -hmm. no room for your husband mm -hmm. who, you know, is just easy to take for granted. Or there's no room to be patient with your children and you're losing your temper. There's no room for you. Yeah, because you're just trying to care for everybody else. And so I think just humbling yourself and accepting, you know, the that reality. And for me, prayer is so I'm so glad I can pray and know that God hears me and really know that that's the most I can do for the ones I love. Because I would like to solve all their problems. I would like to always be available. Right. So when I can't, you know, it's that just that prayer of surrender and prayer, God, will you please help them? Will yeah. you please cover for this that I just am not able to, you know, do as well as I'd like to. And sympathy, too. I, I think about prayer and it's such... An encouraging thing because I know that there is sympathy for me like on a deep and pure level that God cares for my soul yeah he cares yeah. for how I do and how I'm feeling when yeah I think sometimes depending on your personality, it can feel like, man, I care for everybody. And who cares for me? Who cares for me? That's such a good point because as a parent, you know, if you imagine one of your, you know, like Elisha, who's very dutiful, running around trying to help everybody. But if he were to fall down and get him hurt and he's still worried about helping, you know, 
you're going to be empathetic as a parent, not just to the ones he's concerned about, but to him. Right. And so when we come wearily to God, mm -hmm. because we just can't be what we feel like we want to be or need to be in a relationship. And so we're asking him, you know, God, would you help her? Would you help him? Mm -hmm. Would you comfort them? Because I just don't have it right now. Right. He's also seeing our need. Right. And caring for us both. Mm -hmm. And so, as we often realize, you know, that our place of weakness becomes a place of dependence on God. Mm -hmm. Where his perfection and his strength and his love become really, really visible. Mm-hmm. If we will humble ourselves and yeah. accept that and turn to a minute. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll get a nap today. For <laughs> my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> birthday nap. Mm, hope you do. Thanks so much for listening. You can connect with us at You're Not That Special on Instagram. You can connect with me at Emily Varee, that's Emily V-A-R-E-E, -E, and you can connect with my mom at Kim Highland, that's Kim H-Y-L-A-N-D. And if you haven't listened to it already, be sure to take a listen to our first episode where we explain why you're not that special. <laughs> Until then, we encourage you to embrace the wonder and joy of your everyday life. See you next time.